tonight on episode 109. Milo is well and truly rested up. Ian is most certainly British again. Coops has had a weekend of bailing. And I have made a new friend called Ikea. Welcome to Incense Podcast. Right, bailing, for anyone who knows, is snowing ski lingo for falling over gracefully. At least you didn't say that a weekend cottaging. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at ski lingo when Coops sold us that last week, the revelation last week. Bailing? I can see Coops bailing. But yes, Marky Boy, you are correct. There was a hell of a lot of bailing this weekend. A hell of a lot. But um, yeah, it was an amazing weekend. Thank you. What what are the other boys' intros about? Have I missed something here? Well, I'm definitely English again. Yeah, but you've been back for about three weeks, and you? <laughs> two weeks or something. Yeah, <laughs> back two weeks. <laughs> Although he is wearing the American Incense Podcast Go Fest design, so he's yeah. not fully. <laughs> ditched being American. He's not back yet. He's not back just yet, but he's on his way. I don't think I'll ever be fully English, let's face it. Through birth, I am, but there's I just have too many You're isms all about around those me. 6.21 yeah. mile eggs. Oh, the 6.21 mile eggs were amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Coops, how was life on the slopes, man? Was it your first time skiing? Did you learn anything? Fail. <laughs> so, yeah, how, was your, how was your first time bathing? No, so yes, yeah, so my first time skiing was lovely, thank you. We had beautiful weather, and to be honest, my, my knees really hurt for like because you've got to like turn your feet and do the pizza is it the yeah, pizza yeah. shape and all that yeah found it very 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 difficult but had, had an amazing weekend but I apologise Ian I, I didn't come back of any knowledge I was as useless when I arrived on the Friday evening to when I left on the Sunday good evening. going I'm a bit disappointed actually you went skiing I, I would have thought you would have been more of a snowboarder okay okay is it, uh, isn't snowboarding though way harder I than think, skiing so if you yeah be, a little bit we're going to throw <laughs> yeah. out any, so if you're terrible at skiing, any other sort of winter sports you might be nice. I'm bad at skiing, but I actually have done one snowboard. Curling, it was whatever. really fun, although... <laughs> I, ice hockey. Ice hockey. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not good on... Uh, what are they called? Skates. Skates. Oh, yeah, ice skates, yeah. yeah. That could be the pole. What, what's the best Winter Olympics pole? <laughs> what's, the, what's the best way of breaking your wrist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. I oh, don't even go there. The best way of breaking your wrist, and this happened to one of our drivers this week, climbing out of his lorry, slipped, fell, and doubled it back. <gasps> yeah, broke in two Whoa. places. Ouch. And he didn't have to go on holiday for it. Exactly. He did that no. for free. <laughs> got yeah, paid for yeah. it. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he literally got paid for he it. He did. I think we should move back to the host. Mark, how are you doing with your IKEA obsession? As Chandler says in Friends, IKEA, it's good. I tell you what, first weekend of being in the new place properly. Yeah, we're building furniture, basically. And I'll tell a little funny story for anyone who knows what deliveries can be like for furniture. We, we went out Friday night, had an amazing night. Our IKEA delivery was due Saturday at around 11am in the morning. And we get a phone call at four minutes to seven Saturday morning from the IKEA delivery driver. And as we said to him, we're only just getting up. We've been out and we've had a few drinks. He goes, Francesca, please forgive me for this. He goes, don't worry, you two. I give us, I give me oh a three God. a minute and I'll be round in three a minute. How does that sound? <laughs> and the guy was hilarious. He thought three minutes was enough for us to calm down, get ready, and then take the IKEA delivery. Amazing. Yeah, um, we built it all over the weekend. You'd have to let us know in the chat how good that impression was, Francesco. I'd say minus. That's minus points. Yeah, after you've listened to this episode, please put on Twitter and score Mark between one and ten for his impression. Melissa Moore. I think over the next year, all of us will doff an Italian impersonation at some point, and then that can be yeah. like the episode 200 award show. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was the worst Italian? <laughs> but actually, I do need to just interject here. Correct pronunciation is Ikea. Oh. oh. You have been watching the adverts. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting coming from an American. <laughs> <laughs> He's not American. He's German. <laughs> Half German. A lot of Americans American. did come from Germany, so. Always there to school me with knowledge, Ian. I reckon Coops likes a meatball, though, when he goes to Ikea. The meatballs are the best bit about Ikea, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are. And dime. And what? Dime. The little dime. Oh, I thought, oh sorry, I thought you said something else then. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> dime. They're not even close <laughs> in pronunciation. No, no, I thought you said and dying. I thought, I thought, oh, oh wow. my God. <laughs> Yeah, to be oh, fair, every sorry. time I go to Ikea, I do feel like dying because you cannot get around that shop without losing a little bit of a will to live. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. mental. Amazing, though. A little though. bit of me dies every time. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, I agree. But yeah, sorry, Mark. Right, we're Pokemon Go, aren't we? Right, let's, let's move yeah, on. We're not Ikea. <laughs> Advert agency here. Welcome to Incense Podcast Sponsored. and Ikea Podcast. <laughs> Coming up this week, a Billy Bookcase. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Anyway, um, for anyone who's bought some IKEA furniture recently, let us know how you did with it. Uh, we're all open for that. We might read it out next week. Um, <laughs> what is happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. Our new section, bookcases of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Clarify the spelling. <laughs> Hashtag B O OK. I, I can just see Milo's face thinking, oh my God, I've got to edit this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like going around IKEA, I am dying inside. <laughs> oh my life. Well, let's get back on track. So anyone, to our lovely listeners, please throw down your incenses. Pop your incenses, champions. Let's go. And we will, of course, be sending all that look your way. For those who have some shiny look whilst listening to the podcast, please share your successes using the famous hashtag shinies of the week. Could you clarify that spelling? Of course I can, Ollie. It's S H I N I E S O F T H E W E E K. So, Coops, what we're going to do? What we're going to jump into, my friend? Clarify the spelling for me. B double O K. I knew that was coming. Coops, what we're going to jump into? The Pokemon Go. Goodness. I mean, it's not really though, is it? This really isn't Pokemon Go. This isn't Pokemon Go. Tell me about you, mate. Just what's your, what's going on? <laughs> this really oh, is happening but... tonight. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was watching Netflix and we were watching one of their live shows that was recorded for Netflix. And it was Chris Rock's first stand up or recorded stand up since, well, it's almost a year on since the infamous Will Smith slap. And um, it got me thinking. I appreciate it might not be everyone's cup of tea. Who is your favourite comedian and why? Right, before anybody says Jeremy Clarkson, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no. I actually thought it was quite an interesting question because back in the day, I used to go to a lot of live comedy shows and performances back in Bristol. Got quite a rich sort of theatre history. And Bristol was one of the pockets where comedians would go before they did a big tour to go and test their material, which always led for some quite interesting evenings. It is actually, isn't it? Brist- it, it yeah. is, a, yeah, yeah. You've got the Hippodrome. And, yes, the I don't Bristol. Know, they yes. probably renamed the Colston Centre because of all of the shenanigans that happened that year. I think I've said this before, but that's one of the biggest theatres, I think, in the UK, the Bristol Hippodrome, I think it is. Yeah, Yeah, very famous. Some people are way worse live, (laughs) just not very good live. I do find him very, very funny, very comical, very topical. Russell Howard, who's done a lot of big shows on Sky and various places, came up through Mot the Week and is actually Bristolian. I remember having a live show and they did one of those comedy evenings and I think it was actually at the Bristol Hippodrome and they had four 
comedians in inverted commas who you hadn't heard of and then the final act was Russell Howard and you had to sit through the drunken farmer the somebody else who was not funny and XYZ before you finally get to Russell Howard at the end of the evening it's just very very topical the comedy that he goes for and just on point hits the right point so I do find him immensely funny I like him good choice Milo good choice thanks (laughs) Voting West Country here. Yeah, as well as, uh, I feel like I've mentioned this before, like like the Bristol Hippodrome. Maybe I haven't. So I did see this question. I I found a lot of, (laughs) sorry, that doesn't make any sense because I found a lot of funny people. I found a lot of comedians very funny um, throughout my life. Obviously, um, we've definitely cracked a few jokes before about Lee Evans back in the day. I do like a bit of Michael McIntyre back in the day, you know, geezer. I looked at this question and who have I really enjoyed as a comedian throughout my whole life and they've done a few shows and I've got the DVDs and I've watched them sort of a few times and they really crack me up. One of my all-time favourite shows, which has got to be a comedy show called The Tooth Fairy Live, and the comedian on that was Alan Carr. Oh, I know, okay. yes. Yeah, so I've, I've got to say Alan Carr because I, I think out of all the comedy shows I've watched, I've watched Tooth Fairy Live, I swear to God, like over 10 times. Like it really, really, really cracks me up. Like we've got a really similar sense of humour. And I know that we're talking now more in presenting and hosting, but he used to do his Chatty Man Live. I used to love though. Yeah, Alan Carr for me, he really, really, really cracks me up wherever he is. I did trouble with this question when, when I read it. And I thought, okay. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because there's a few. It's a really tough question. So at first I thought, well, there aren't really any funny British comedians. Genuinely, there's literally very few funny British comedians. Uh, and then I thought a bit deeper and I thought, okay, well, there's there's Al Murray. He's he's good. And there's like John Cleese, but obviously that was a while ago. And I tried to think who my favourite was. And again, there's some really good American comedians. I mean, Eddie Murphy, right up there. He's done some great stuff. And this, this is a bit of a coop's answer, sorry. Uh, but... <laughs> I think I think they've all been, to be fair, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, waffled. but... I'm settling on uh, an American comedian who I find hilarious, and I've loved this guy for years. <laughs> Tim Allen. So Tim Allen, he was uh, Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus, Mike Baxter in Last Man Standing, and of course Tim the Toolman Taylor in Home Improvement, classic yes. sitcom, great sitcom. But he has done some amazing comedy, and his stand-up shows are amazing. That's such a funny guy, and the whole more power thing, yeah, just kind of touches a... A little bit of thing in my heart that every, everybody likes a bit more power, don't they? Tim Allen, brilliant. I loved Home Improvements. I was scribbling down frantically comedians, um, and I don't want to give a Coop's answer. Why not make it a four? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. may as well, all the rest of us <laughs> have. make it a four, yeah. <laughs> I was very lucky um, to see some comedians in some amazing venues. When I used to live in Stratford at the RSC, I remember oh, watching Bill yes. Bailey play that. I love Black Books. Bill Bailey, oh, Dylan Moran, very funny guy. And, and like I watched Ross Noble live. He's hilarious from the from the northeast. Some people love that chaotic style of comedy. And, and another London comedian that I really really like is Russell Kane. I saw him live a couple of times. Oh, I've seen Kane, him live a few times. Yeah, he, he used to do like one minute, one and a half minute shorts on Facebook. And there was one when Pokemon Go first came out. He did a very very funny sketch about people playing Pokemon Go. Very situational comedy. Very aggressive in his style of being. How his comedy is, but it's very funny. But the person. I'm going to pick my favourite comedian. Um, <laughs> Didn't even pick him. There's <laughs> neither of those. No. Uh. Neither of them. He's very British. He's very inoffensive. But bloody hell, he's hilarious. Oh, I think I know. I know who you're going to say. I, I love Peter Kay. Yeah, I know. Peter knew, Kay. I knew. I knew. He's absolutely bob on. You can reference things from when we were younger. You can obviously his TV work he's done before. 
And like it just gets everybody sort of, um, they just get it, you know, they can reference everything he's saying. And I think he's just a generally nice guy. I think Ian's got the win here with the American one. Very well, well played, Ian. Well done, you. Well, also with Tim Allen, I mean, I think political correctness is such a big thing in comedy, and I don't think you re- really can be politically correct with comedy because to make people laugh, someone or something has to be the butt yes, of the joke. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Ian, it might be your lucky day. You might be winning the poll tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Didn't you win last week? We'll see. I did win last week. But yeah. one thing that um, none of us are probably winning at is the Festival of Colours event. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a few minutes and talk about this because... Uh... Clarify the spelling, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag D-E-A-D. E V E N C. Let's have a few minutes. Come on, it's a long event, and surely we've all got some opinion around this. Yes, um, <laughs> the event here in London, maybe most of the UK, started with a very nice, picturesque, snowy background in the game. See, I didn't have the snowy background lovely. when it launched, so I got my Pokedex Brooksish, whatever the hell the horrendously ugly fish is called, in the snow which was very nice. Um, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I don't know. It's We've discussed this in the past with events that introduce new Pokemon. If it's a new Pokemon that you don't need to evolve, a lot of people are like, right, it's one and done. It's likely going to spawn somewhat rarely. It will worm its way into the daily quests or the research tasks from Pokestops eventually. There's no new shiny to chase. The new Mega, as we discussed last week, is kind of Useless. I still haven't done a Mega Medicham Me raid yet. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I'm refusing to remote it because it's only 100 Mega Energy to do it. So you need to do one raid and bish bash bosh, you're done. I'm trying to look back at 2022's Festival of Colours and that brought in Oracorio, I think, for the first time. And that was like new regional. It did. I don't remember if it brought in a new shiny either. It's kind of like, as Ian said, a dead event. The only thing to chase is the snowy cast form in the quests. And sunny for me because I am still. Oh, you didn't. Sunny. I've got one spare. Don't worry. Um, I've already been promised one as well from. Oh, well, you're fine then. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. <laughs> I'll take one, Milo. I'll take well, if one. If Ian doesn't need mine, you can have one then, Marky. <laughs> See, Mark was nice. He gets it. <laughs> Good luck with the snowy cast from quests. They're quite rare. Yeah, I, I've done like five of these quests, and all I seem to get is sunny cast from coming through him, but not shiny. Funnily enough, there's the collection challenge. Um, that gives you one lure. <laughs> and and 20,000 uh, XP. Although the lure lasts for three hours, to be fair, for this event, I believe. So is that this event? Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. That yeah. shows I've not been in tune with the game for the last sort of 10 days. But shiny Smeagle, for anyone that is still chasing it. Good luck. Five snapshots yeah. a day. Well, we said five last week. We did presume five and yeah, uh, do them. we were on the money. Yeah, absolutely do them. You may get the shiny like ML Fault 2022 in the chat. Yes, well so done, M. I, I've done 10 now because we're recording this like two days into the event and still have not encountered my first shiny Smeagol. Zilch I for did me. trade for one at Johto Tour and that was the last time that shiny Smeagol was in the game. It's like once a year. The only win so far from this event is the first Burmy quest was a shiny trash Burmy, which was nice and I needed it. So, And that is so subtle. You wouldn't even know it was shiny if you didn't actually see the sparkles. You need a keen eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you need a really keen eye. So that's been fun. I'm kind of just waiting for this event to go away for a polite way of describing it. <laughs> yeah, for me, this event is 
it is dead. I mean, th- there's no way of sugarcoating it, you know. But I am actually getting a few bits of positivity out of it in that still don't have the shiny wob effect, and that is spawning a hell of a lot. And work. I still need a second shiny crabby, so as well as the, the snowy cast form and the sunny cast form. So there's a lot for me to chase, but even with those shiny chases, I'm still finding it hard to get motivated for this event. I'm finding it tough. I don't know why. It just doesn't grab my attention. Not really all that into it. I, I literally just turned on the game for genuinely the first time since last week's recording. And I just got a coughing as a spool. I just turned the game back off again. <laughs> no. Oh, bless you. No, no, no. So g- genuinely, I've actually um, raid hour on Wednesday for Ho-Oh was the first time I turned the game on since our recording last week and did like five, six Ho-Oh raids. Thanks and for then, jumping in, mate. And then, that's right. Yeah, you're welcome. And then thought to myself, what on earth am I doing? So <laughs> false quit the app and <laughs> carried on with life. <laughs> Ian, you are completely right. Um, Wobba Fett, I had a few spawns of those as I was walking about for 10, 15 minutes. But in general, as a yearly event, it's pretty bad. And that's not me being negative, just a personal opinion. But I will just say this because I know that we're going to be talking about other things in the game as well uh, over the coming next, watch, I'm going to go 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, Good guess. And, and no, that's probably about fair. Yeah. And, and this, <laughs> thank you. And this is me being deadly serious. I'm actually really glad for this rest because Jan and Feb was a lot, like a lot of raiding. And I, and, and I don't realize like how much I am distracted. So for example, when there's a good raid boss, for example, Rayquaza, you know, me and the missus or I'm out, you know, doing this, that and the other, like we'll be on the sofa, but I'll have my game open and I'll keep staring at it. And you don't realize how much, even though you're in the room or you're at an event, you're not actually there. Do you know what I mean? Because you're so focused. So um, I'm not actually, even though I'm saying it's negative and the event's not for me, um, not and, present. Yeah, and the rest of things coming up, exactly. And the rest of the month's coming up. I'm actually really grateful for this break, like genuinely. Mm. So it's kind of like, I can understand what you lot are saying. It isn't a great event, but I am not complaining at all. It's a well-needed break from the game for me. After all the Hoenn Tour stuff as well. It, it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also, Coops, you, you nailed it. The game is so distracted. I have got into a lot of trouble because the game is distracted. You've got it on and you're not paying attention to you. you Put girlfriend partner you are even glance at the game you're not paying attention at all and, and and it's hard because they know that you're distracted they know that you're not really paying attention and lads we're men as well we can't multitask right you know so you stick a you know you stick a hundred percent iv ray quasar in front of me i don't know what to do with myself you know i'm sure you can figure it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no but, but you know what i'm saying though you know so at times when there is we've joked about me and my giratina origin my veltal terrakion uh, ray quasar we have bantered about that but yeah genuinely very 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 grateful for this rest i think it's a much needed break isn't it from the game i was just comparing it to last year's festival of colors event you're absolutely right there wasn't any new shiners released for that event ah, last yeah. year i'm disappointed that coops hasn't picked the one thing that he spoke about last year when we spoke about this <laughs> event. the stickers <laughs> and yet you love the face stickers that you could get for last year's Festival of Colour. You, you like the idea of your little avatar having a little face sticker on. Oh, is there on. new ones? But this, no, this year, walking to the poker stop gives you that little colour dust cloud. As you oh, yeah, the, oh, it does. The plume, yeah, it does. A plume of like, paint yeah. powder. I'm surprised that, that isn't what you, put, you fixated on, Coops. You go, I, I like the actually, idea that's a good point. Did you colour. actually buy the pose, Milo? Yes. You have bought I'm not oh, a liar. Yes. Oh, let me see. I follow me... through. The pose is nice, but what I found hysterical. Yes, he has bought it. He has bought it. Yeah, I'm just looking course. at his avatar. I bought it immediately <laughs> as soon as the event was out. Um, I've seen people on social media go, oh my God, 500 coins for a pose? What is this, frankly? And, and like, 
that's the standard cost for a pose that it's ever been. Like ever since multiple poses were put into the game in like whatever it was, twenty nineteen or something, they've always been five hundred coins. <laughs> so I don't I don't understand people's contempt with it. Buy it if you want it. If you don't want it, don't buy it. It's rather simple. Fair enough. We like to moan Milo, let us I get be. you, Milo. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna add anything more to that. It's 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 a nice rest break, isn't it? It's a nice rest break. <laughs> it is a lovely rest break. Well, I think on top of that rest break we can go further back to last weekend <laughs> the catch mastery event oh thank you Ooh, <laughs> we've gone back in time, time. <laughs> yeah so this was an event on sunday whatever the day was it ran from 10 till 8 i yeah, don't so know sunday the 5th of march thank you wait this just this this is just gone. The catch mastery. This was last, was last weekend, Sunday. Yes. Last Sunday. Yeah. What was this? The catch mastery. This was the, the, the hit. This was the Hitmon oh, Chan <laughs> Lee right, top. Right, right. You were bailing. Yeah, when yeah. This was going so on, I was Coops. by Lake Geneva. Apologies. <laughs> Sorry, I'm with you now. Sorry, apologies. Apologies. That's, yeah. Why, why don't you lead it, Coops? How was your Klefki hunt? Or uh, no, falling, no, falling over escapade. No idea it happened. Right, Milo. Back to you. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people were quite excited because. Not everybody has the Hitmon Top, Hitmon Chan, or Hitmon Lee shinies, and probably Tyrogue. It was locked into seven k eggs, seven kilometer eggs. Yes, it was seven kilometer eggs because that was highlighted in the article as being sort of exclusive. Everyone was expecting only Tyrogue to be in the seven kilometer uh, eggs. They never said it would be. I mean, they're not going to do an egg pool of one. Exactly, Let's people face expected. It. This they didn't. They never clarified, it, and they never actually do clarify specifically what. Clarify the egg pool. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Fundamentally awful. Quite a lot of people were hacked off to find that the Alolans and the Galarians were still in the seven kilometer eggs when they wanted to just get Tyrogue. As for my experience, I didn't need anything from the event, so I did whatever it was the timed research that you got through the day. Ten stages, extremely laborious. 40 encounters with Hitmon top and they were all easy tasks, though. Yes, but I was at home. <laughs> I played from home. How many stops were you playing on? <laughs> Only two stops. I was being restrictive <laughs> on this one. This was before the Festival of Colours with the three-hour lure, so you only have 30-minute batches. <laughs> but got it done and got one shiny Hitmon top from the research that was dead. I'm like, sick, you know? This is great. I wasn't, I'm not chasing the Hitmon Lee, Hitmon Chan. I don't particularly like the Pokemon and the Tyrogue. I'll hatch it randomly afterwards. I've got two already. So it's like, for me, this event meant very little. I know there'll be a lot of people out there who actually needed various things from it. So I hope you got what you got. But I don't know. Ian, did you have an experience? Well, I'm one of those people that needed uh, Hitmon Lee as a shiny, which I didn't get in Kanto Tour. So two years down the road, still looking for that one. And Sad it's violin. been in a few events and I still need the shiny Tyrogue now. I did hatch a few eggs. I got probably three or four Tyrogue, of which none were shiny. So the mix of Tyrogue wasn't particularly good. The Hitmon Chan, I have about five shinies of, so I wasn't looking for that and only tapped on that for the specific amount of times I needed it for the special research or the timed research. And the the shiny Hitmon Lee, that was all I was chasing for seven hours and didn't get a single shiny. But I did, however, get the shiny Hitmon top times three. Oh, three from the tasks. Yeah. Nice. Now, I, in in all honesty, and I said this to Miley before the recording, I did actually film a vlog, and it was that dead because the <laughs> event was sat so flat. I just <laughs> got halfway through editing, and I'd lost the will to live. So um, 
I just erased all the content. That's, that does say something about an event, does it? When you, you record something and watch it back and go, this is just awful. It, Ian, I really respect you for that. I really, because back in the day when I was doing that, I used to just feel like I had to post it. I know we've briefly touched on this on episode 20, but like, honestly, right, I, I rate you for that. You've done four hours of editing, <laughs> seven hours of recording. You're like, this just is not it. I'm going to just, this is... Facts, man, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did something very similar to you, Milo. I, I played the majority event from home. Mm-hmm. I've only got maybe a couple of spawn points where I am. So it was 14 counters of Hitman top. It was very difficult to play it from home. Obviously, we need to collect 15 Hitmon Lees, 15 Hitmon Chans on the latter stages of the pages. It did become a little bit tricky. So for the last hour or so, I did get out. I didn't need any of the spawning um, shines. I needed the Tyrogue. Uh. And I hatched only a, a batch of eggs. And I got two Tyrogues out of nine eggs. Uh, That's for, for, the, for the one egg level or the most common hatch uh, from from the tier listing it was definitely not the one that hatched the most often so um, that that was interesting funnily i had the same same sort of thing mark i didn't get for the amount of eggs i hatched i didn't get anywhere near it being the most common hatch i think a lot of people Mm -hmm. shared similar sort of feedback on that but i got one shot hit on top like you milo through the 40 research um, encounters Mm. Uh, and then when I did get out for that last hour, I did click on, on everything I saw. Didn't get any wild shinies. I don't, did they ever say they were boosted to shinies? I they don't did. think they, they did say that. But... On the article, there was a specific section. This is where it's, I was going to bring this up after you said how your bits and pieces went. Is They specifically said there was an increased chance of getting shiny Hitmon top lee and chan i think mm-hmm. it was yeah it was the three yeah i think we can confirm basically that they weren't it was reported that the wild spawns weren't boosted shiny wise which is a bit crappy for a eight hour weekend i can event. definitely confirm that after walking around for nearly seven hours and checking every hitmon lee that i yeah. saw so that's it you've had a much more thorough experience than maybe mark and i do you remember back in the day fighting events when they say there's a fighting Pokemon, they were always good event. events. They were banging. 2018 yeah. and 2019, you got boosted raid XP, boosted gym points for people who like to gold gyms. Loads of fighting type Pokemon put out there. This was almost just like an eight-hour Hitmon. You know, it was a day. Hitmon event. Yeah, but they call it the Catch Mastery event. Like, mm, well, that's because the, the tasks were geared towards doing better throws as you went through it. So nice, great, excellent. I gotta say, I didn't notice. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> people like us that play the game day and night, we're generally hitting excellent throws most of the time, anyway. Especially on the Hitmons, because the reason well, they're not excellence. difficult. No, that's the thing. So you're putting a, ca- I mean, Catch Mastery event. If you want a Catch Mastery event, put Zubat everywhere or things that are really difficult to hit, then that would be a challenge. Gimme Ghoul. Gimme Yeah, Gimme Gimme Ghoul's not actually that bad. I still haven't actually used my first coin bag. Awful. (laughs) Regarding this event, Professor58 has just said in the chat, no shinies either. If they didn't say it was boosted, I would not have bothered playing. And that's a pretty fair thing because that's the only yep. reason I really put any effort into trying to find the shiny Hitmon Lee. I think that also comes from a testament of someone who plays the game as hard as we do, probably even harder. Yeah. You know, it was sort of geared to people who missed out on certain shinies, but then it didn't give them the event that they mm. were expecting. So it was just like another day of kind of disappointment, which from where I was sat, I was like, sick, I don't have to worry. <laughs> but I know there will be people out there, players, who are going, I really need Hitmon, Chan, and Lee. 
and the Ty Rogue, and they couldn't get them, even though they were advertised on the article was being boosted. I mean, there were some people I saw on Twitter, and this is just, we talked about RNG before, but yeah. there were some people that didn't get any shyness about the whole event, which, when you think about it, 40 encounters through timed research and all of the wild encounters not to get anything in a, what was it, a 10 till 6, was it? 10 till, I think it was 10, 10 till 8. 8. So it was like a 10 hour event. Yeah, dead event not good niantic yeah well i was gonna say in like kiwi steve um he, he follows us on twitter and he's he's obviously in new zealand so they, they get these events first <laughs> Is he? Like when, yeah he was putting online i thought he was called kiwi steve because he likes shoe polish <laughs> i thought he was called kiwi steve he's from chibati island but but no um kiwi steve mentioned like when you see this you think oh they just haven't turned the boosted rates on have you have they but as it was more available to everyone else, everyone got the same deal at the end of it. But he gave it his all for the whole event, basically. He got he had 204 Hitman Top Encounters, and he got three Shinies from Field Research, and then one from the Time Research and one in the Wild. So that's pretty cool. He got five, five Shiny Hitman Tops. Mm, so that's pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah. But, but then when you look at all the other ones, he played it for the duration of it. And he got one shiny Hitmonchan, and he played that hardcore. So and if anything was boosted, I would say it would have been the Hitmontar. It had to be because yeah. it was quests. Yeah. So how many shiny Clefki did you get, Coops, when you were playing? <laughs> the shiny's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know it isn't. I'm messing. I was, I was just seeing if Coops fell No, I didn't. I'm not that casual. I know I'm a casual, but I'm not that casual. <laughs> to the point where I'm actually now about to talk about Elite Raids. Yay! Oh my God, he does read the show notes. <laughs> yep, yep. Yay! Not like I've just read the Pokemon Go news article about three minutes ago, but here it goes. No, <laughs> no. so gents, obviously our episodes get released on a casual, lovely Sunday, God's Day of Rest. What happened yesterday, actually at 11am, 2pm, and then 5pm your local time to wherever you're listening to the Incensed podcast, Reggie Draco, which is one of the Reggie families. How many of there is there now? Seven? Is that no six? You've got three, four. This is six. Yeah, yeah, six. And as you know, with Elite Raid, you cannot remote raid in, and you also cannot invite people. Is that correct, boys? That's true. That is That's correct. True. So I've done a little bit of research on Reggie Draco. Now I'm not talking PvP wise. Actually, I can really because it's not really got a PvP uh, move set at all. It's pretty terrible. So kind of a little bit like the other Reggies. But like I said, that's not PvP. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, sort of. That's my a bit life. dead. Yeah, so a bit dead for the game. Like, what, 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 what do you guys think? Obviously, I know it's not happened yet, you know, and everybody listening will be like, wait, I did this yesterday. I did this a few days ago. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's everybody's sort of natural feels about Reggie Drago uh, arriving to Pokemon Go? I think it's a good plan to put a brand new Pokemon into the Elite Raids and also to say we'll have a selection in March and we'll have a selection in April and they're going to be different compared to what we had over was it September, October, November? Three months, yeah. Three months. Yeah. We were all expecting that change. You would remember if you were listening to the podcast over those months. We were going, "What's the next Elite Ray boss going to be?" No, it's Hooper Unbound for the third time <laughs> yeah, just in a row. Hooper Unbound the whole time, and it time. got to the yeah. point where I remember a brilliant <laughs> photo. Chaz, one of our Patreon fam, took a brilliant selfie, saying, "Look at all the people who turned up for round oh, three of Hooper God. Unbound, yeah, and it was yeah. just yeah. him." <laughs> which I thought was golden. I think this is a good plan of keeping it sort of somewhat fresh, even if it's going to be terrible. And at this point, before it's happened, have they pushed stats? I don't know if they've pushed stats into the game or whether the moves will be updated in some way. I don't think it's going to be overly useful, this one. Reggie Leckie might be a bit more 
usable, but again, not 100% sure. It's a cool design. It's a dragon type. It's a dragon type. People want to get it in the Pokedex. And if anything, get people out at either one of the time slots, more than likely 11, so they can get on with their sodding weekend. Question. If it's 11, 2, and 5, why are the Elite Raids only shown for 30 minutes? What's the what's the point of that? The Elite Eggs appear 24 hours before, yeah, don't they? Yeah, and then a 30-minute get... window to raid, and it's to force people... Or not force, that's the wrong word, but to... <laughs> it is, it's forcing interaction. It, it is Bring because... the community together. <laughs> uh, right, so is it... So <laughs> In a tighter time frame, right, so that they get more likely right. to get a group together to play. Yeah, but also thing. you're not really in that amount of time going to be able to do raid trades. Elite raids only appeared at the EX gyms as it used to be back in the day. So here in Ely, we yeah. have a good selection. We can get like we had some doubles or some triples that so we could do at various time slots. I know Marky Boy, where he used to live, didn't have any EX gyms. A lot of people were in the same boat, so a lot of people missed out on Hooper and Bound. And to be honest, they weren't missing out on terribly much because <laughs> everyone got it through research anyway. <laughs> this is a brand new Pokemon, so I hope. They do rectify it in some way, and they've shifted the format, but we don't know. That's the problem. We're going into this kind of blind. It's just a bit 24 hours for an egg hatch, and then, I don't know, I'm not sure. But I get it, because like you said, if you've got four gyms in half an hour, close proximity, you might see people. If the event was eight hours long, I get it. I I, I do Mm. understand it. It's um, And also, why could they not have just released this as shiny? Imagine how many people would be out. Oh, my God. People would be chasing the time slots for damn sure. Content, though, isn't it? They're never going to release a legendary shiny. No, I know, know, but that would have really got the community out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I basically agree with what Milo's just said. The design of the Mon, it looks amazing. So does Reggie Lecky, to be fair. Certainly for, for my community, I know that there will be people out for this. People will go out just to get, even if it's like the decks and draw a few of them, you know, just to get them in the decks. So I certainly think the 11 and 2 o'clock raids are going to be busy the five o'clock one people might have been burnt out you, you know but they're going to be people that will want a good one so there will be people that are doing as many as they can i will be out i suppose we all will really it's content for us so we, we've got to experience it we've got to film our vlogs we've got to do our sort of little bit in terms of the content but it'll be nice to actually see people i've not seen for a while raid with people i've not seen for a while and actually have a little bit of interaction because in a lot of areas the game is very, very divided and people don't hang out with each other. Milo's quite lucky in Ealing, quite a tight community, but a lot of places, people just go and do their own thing now. So it will be nice to actually go out and raid for a new Mon with a few people that I've not seen for, or maybe even before Christmas, you know? It's, the last it's been raids. a long time. Yeah. Actually, yeah. probably the first, because it wouldn't have come out for the second and third. Uh, the first two we did up here, got to turn out the, the third time <laughs> for Hooper and Bard. I didn't see anybody. Yeah. Marky Boy, have you spotted any EX gyms around your new home spot at all? I haven't really played the game since we've moved. Obviously, I don't know anyone who plays it in the area. So, you know, this might be a good opportunity to see if, if anyone does sort this of will be an icebreaker. these gyms. Campfire, yes. set off a flare. Yes. Set off a flare. <laughs> <laughs> I say it with love. I'm very unlikely I'm going to play it. And, and that isn't because I don't enjoy it. I'm, I certainly won't be creating content around it. Um, I don't. They look great. Uh, I like the concept of Elite Raids. I've said this before. I think there should be a different mechanic for it. Okay, I might be kicking myself further down the line after saying this. Oh, I'm going to have these gaps in my Pokedex. But I think they will eventually come around. It'll come into Tier 5 Raids at some point. It'll come into Tier 5 Raids at some point. Yeah. 
Like you said, when the shine is released, of course it will. Reggie Gigas uh, has got the shine. Uh, Reggie yeah. Gigas yeah. has had it as well, hasn't it? So I have, it's, it's lovely when you're in an area where everyone plays it and you know everybody in it and you've got a lovely community. You know, I'm, I'm in a very different position to what I used to be like. Yeah, I went from not being able to do these to a place I just don't know at the moment. So I'm not. I'm certainly not going to use this as an as an opportunity to try and do it. It just feels a bit rushed. It's quite a big area, and I don't know how many of these EX raids are actually around. I probably won't know till uh, Saturday. You should when see I see the eggs tomorrow. You should see the eggs on Friday. If if there's still going to be 24 hour hatch, yeah. Mm, they so, say um, it's still going to be 24 hour egg hatch apparently. So you should see them pop up Friday, uh, and then you can ascertain the situation. Let's discuss it. Yes. We'll Let's see, see next, next week. week. Let's see next we'll week. We'll have a bit more we'll input next share. week as well, maybe. I think the problem with the Reggies, isn't it? You know, we've had, we've had, and I don't mean this to sound like I'm being a dick about it. I'm not, but they're pretty dead, aren't they? Like the, the ones that have come out on the first round, like Reggie Ice. <laughs> well, just look at the Hoenn tour. Nobody was what I mean? bothered about <laughs> them the, so bad that they gave codes to get them for free. Still didn't do them. <laughs> <laughs> and Re- Reggie still's got to play in Great League, hasn't it, Coops? But yeah, uh, and 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 Reggie Rock. Yeah. But when Reggie Gigas, again, I always say Deoxys almost <laughs> scarred me. Reggie Gigas, I think I did about 70 raids to get that shot. Oh my God. <laughs> that so is why. enough to sap the will to live. Guys, I've just looked at the article, right, Mark? This might convince you. All right. There will be exclusive timed research available to trainers who complete an elite raid. This time research can only be received once. Complete the research task to earn Reggie Rock candy, Reggie Ice candy, <laughs> and Reggie Steel candy. <laughs> Not even XLs, just candy, and you know it's going to be like here. Have have five Registeel candy. You think really, really? Mm. Coop says this every week, and I think we say. But just imagine if they'd gone fifty candy XL for each food. We might even go. Do you know what? I think that would be an incentive. Actually, get people out raiding. Incentive. They would never give that much. I know they. I know they wouldn't. But like, if you got proper rare XL candy drop from an elite raid, like if the rewards were good, because you know you're going to complete this raid and it's going to give you five golden razzes, possibly one rare candy, and it's give you forty-seven thousand hyper potions. Absolutely. But also bear in mind, it's an elite raid, so you're probably going to need a good half half dozen maybe even more trainers to do it yeah you're certainly not gonna be able to do it with two people that turn up with the phones at one of these raids yeah you're gonna need a few accounts to do it i I don't even know the stats because they're brand brand new they're gen eights that's the thing i haven't seen the stats i don't think they've been pushed at this this point for us on this recording but problem is the dragon meta is so saturated at the moment but Reggie Alecki, looking at what moves it might have, could be interesting. <laughs> sorry, that just sorry, that just Reggie Alecki. I don't know why I find it's a that sick funny. design. <laughs> you can't quibble on the designs. It but is yeah. sick. I th- I saw somewhere that it could get Lock On and Thunderbolt, which might be a very interesting combination. Oh, and a few yes. other moves. Whereas Frenzy Plant, if it could get Frenzy Plant, hey, why not? But I saw Reggie Draco getting like it got bite as a fast move. From what we've seen so far on various social medias, if you think it's getting bite as a fast move, it's not even a dart type Pokemon. It's a bit weird. Coops is looking forward for Reggie Fairy coming out. He needs another gen. <laughs> Reggie <laughs> Fairy. He, these Reggie are the most up to date Reggies that there are. Reggie Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> but we do know that Reggie Lecky is coming out on April the 9th. So next month, yes, we ninth. don't know about Elite Raids in May for this season of Rising Heroes or whatever the sodding hell it's called. I would presume probably both of them, but we'll have to wait and see. Ooh, double trouble. Can't wait. Do you know what I also can't wait for, lads? What? Another pub quiz. 
Welcome back, boys. After making a mess in America in my bar for the bar quiz, it's good to be back in the UK, but please don't use hydro cannon in here. We want to keep it nice and tidy. I'll say, is the American, is the American side closed down? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's under temporary closure, Milo. Um, I'm just waiting to see if I get the hygiene rating back. I thought we'd have pub quiz again, because I know Coops loves a pub quiz. Look at his face. He's like, I don't love a pub quiz, Mark. He says, no, no, I was going to say you got that wrong. I actually love a game. That's actually why I do. <laughs> well, this is the pub quiz, and this is just called Pub Quiz Random. All the questions are random, and the order that you answer them in for each round is also going to be random to mix it up. Yay. So question number one. In which part of your body nice. would you find the cruciate ligament? Is it either A, the leg? Is it B, the knee? Or is it C, the ankle? Did you say the cruise ship ligament? The cruise ship <laughs> ligament. <laughs> Ian, you first, my friend. I have got a Scooby. My anatomy knowledge is is not good but because i've got a dodgy ankle i'm just gonna go with ankle (laughs) (laughs) that's my logic here (laughs) milo you next my friend uh again i have no idea so i will go just a bit further up pick the knee (laughs) coops what about you my friend well you'll be happy to know milo because as the ex-performer as the ex-dancer of the group i should get this one right um, so yes, Milo is correct. It's in the knee, and if I'm wrong, this is really embarrassing. If it's but wrong, I'm like, but I'll I'm save like, you cut that whole yeah. prequel bit out. <laughs> no, yeah. we will yeah. not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But back, back in my dancer days, I am, I am, I, I could put a million pound on it's in the knee. Question numero two: In which U.S. state is the city Nashville? Is it A. Tennessee, B. Austin, or is it C, Salt Lake City? Coops, you go first on this one. Do you want to know something really funny? Go on. When you read this question, when you read it out, I was like, oh, I know this one, it's Texas. And then you didn't say, and then you didn't say Texas as one of the answers. Um, Nashville, Texas, Tennessee, it kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm going to pick A. I think it was A, was it A, Tennessee? A is an answer in this one, yes. Ian, what about yourself? Can I go last, please? He is an American, after all. It's my pub quiz. Uh, no, that's fine. I'll go next. Well, you actually only said one state in, in there. Salt Lake City is not a state, and neither is Austin. So it, oh, it's, oh, it's, well, it's got to be right. <laughs> Maybe it was a trick. Thanks, Maybe Ian. It was a, I'm, I'm two for two here. <laughs> Maybe it was a trick question. And, uh, Milo? And... Uh, <laughs> Ian's used different logic. I was going to go. I remember the Grand Tour episode when they went to Nashville in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, thank you very much. So, we're going to film for question number three. How many films of Al Pacino and Robert De Niro appeared in together? A4, B14, or C24? Milo. I'm going to let you answer this one first. I see them all together all of the bloody time, so I'm just going to go out there and pick C. (laughs) Mr. Coops. So, uh, yeah, literally no idea. Obviously four is... I I know they're in more than four films. 
I feel like 24 could be a bit much, but you could have put that there as like a trick question because it is that. But I'm not going to copy Milo. I'm going to go B. I'm going to go smack bang in the middle with 14. Well, I could definitely think of four, but I, I don't know if it's yeah, one of those things right. where you think it's more than it is. But I'm going to go four just so we've all got a different answer. Question number four. What element is denoted by the chemical symbol SN in the periodic table? Mm. That was capital S, small n. And the answers are A, titanium, B, Fulium, or Fulium, or C, Tin. Ian, I'm going to let you go first, bud. It's not titanium. Or if it is, I just look like an idiot now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and it is the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> B, I don't know. I'm not confident in that answer would be. Milo. I have no idea either. I'm just going to pick C. I don't know. Be different. Yeah. Maybe Tin isn't T-I. <laughs> titanium T-I. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, titanium TI. Titanium TI. Well, Coops. Yeah, Milo, we meet again on question four. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't get a. Um, <laughs> I didn't get an A in GCSE science for no reason. Yes, Milo is correct. Again, I really hope so. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's C, but I, I could I could be wrong. But only time will tell. You should save the explanations to why you know the answer when you're announced as correct. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. yes. Unless yeah, you yeah. know it's correct. Yeah, yeah. Question five <laughs> is about music. Which rock band Ooh, was founded well. by Trent Reznor in 1988? Was it A, Metallica? Literally no idea. Was it B, Nine Inch Nails? Or was it C, Black Sabbath? Nine Inch what? <laughs> Nine Inch, well. <laughs> Coops, because you love your music, I'm going to go with you first on this one. <laughs> Yeah, for, for a laugh, literally no no idea. Never heard of any of these. Yeah, let's just go B, the nine inches. Why not? <laughs> Sounds like a really terrible football team. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, no, is it the nine inch nails? What was it? Nine the... inch nails, yeah. Milo, y you next, my friend. I'm going to pick A for literally no reason. <laughs> Ian, I really should know this because I do like my rock music. Because you were born before these, these dates? <laughs> well, I, I was. <laughs> Metallica, I don't think it's that. Nine Inch Nails or... Black Sabbath. Okay, so it's, it's going to be B then. B for Ian. And that concludes Pub Quiz. Question number one. In which part of your body would you find the cruciate ligament or the cruise ship ligament? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is B, the knee. So, uh, oh, thank God. Do your explanation now. Yeah, I started <laughs> sweating then. No, no, I started sweating. I was getting nervous. In what US state is the city of Nashville? It was a trick question. There's only one US state in that selection. <laughs> and everybody got it right after Ian's Yay. explanation. <laughs> a point for everybody. Question number three. How many films has Al Pacino and Robert De Niro appeared in together? It was a trick question. They have only been in four. I found it fascinating when I saw oh. that question. It was The Godfather Part 2. Oh, was it Godfather 2, not 3, okay. Godfather 2, Heat uh, was oh, another heat. film. The Irishman was the third one, and then Righteous Noise. Kill. It is one of those things, it's kind of like the, the Mandela effect that you <laughs> yeah. think have been in more than they have. As yeah. my last in 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how wrong can you get? Milo, the film school graduate. <laughs> no, I learned how to make films. I didn't study films. But they're two different degrees. My Milo, how many windows on the shard, bro? <laughs> At least 12. <laughs> <laughs> At least double what's on my car. <laughs> Question number four. Um, so this was Coops' A-Cygnus chemistry. What element is donated by the chemical symbol SN in the periodic table? It is tin. Definitely nice. tin. Yes. 
Nice. Well done, Milo. Nice. Well done, Coops. <laughs> well, I'm definitely lost. <laughs> so after four questions, Ian's got two and Milo and Coops have both got three. So we go to the final question. Which rock band was founded by Trent Reznor in 1988? It was the Nine Inch Nails. They, they were nice. the band formed in 1988. Hey. Ian and Coops both pick up the point. <laughs> oh, Coops. So, so Milo and Ian GG. both Coops. finished in second place, joint second place, which is quite nice. Or joint last place, if we're just going to be brutally oh, honest, no, no. with three points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is joint yeah, last one. place. Yeah, yeah, pick that one every day of the week. That one, that one. Coops gets the second Ian, you lost. up. <laughs> yeah, the, the knee one fell in my favour a bit, even though Milo, that was a great guess. But the um, yeah, it would have been it would have been a close game. You remembered your chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. And it's like I can't remember who said it. The questions are only easy if you know the answer. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, because we like to have fun with the tiebreak question, and I feel like as we've got two of you in joint last place, I think it'd be lovely for one of you to be this, truly decide in the, last place. First of the losers. <laughs> yes, yes, first yes. For second place. <laughs> I never thought I'd have to do a tiebreak to see if I actually lose. <laughs> Interesting use of it. The question is, on average, how far away is the moon from the Earth in miles? Now, when it says on average, is both planets move. <laughs> They move, obviously, <laughs> and they have a sort of different pattern of uh, whatever they call it. AM. Orbit. Orbit. That's it, an orbit. Orbit. But on average, how far away is the moon from the Earth in miles? And I've got a random generator on my app here, which is going to pick one of you three first. I'm going to take my headphones off so I can't hear your answer. Oh, I like that, Milo. That's fair. Coops, take your headphones out as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I like that, actually. Are we talking miles or kilometres here, by the way? Miles, Ian. And, and Ian. Miles. Jesus. Ian. Ian. Hello. If you go 238,000 miles, you'll be Bob on. Who's it? Sorry, who's it next? Who's going next? Ian hasn't gone yet. Guys, take your headphones off. He hasn't. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, give, okay. Give us a, <laughs> no. Mark, give us a thumbs up when he has. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. Um... Did you just give me the answer, by the way? I did, Ian, and don't tell anyone, because <laughs> it'd be funny. I feel bad doing that. Don't, it'd be funny, though. Go close to it, go close to it, that'd be funny. 235,000 miles. 235,000 miles, lovely. Ian has got his answer in. Milo, you next. Me next. Okay, I'm trying to cast my mind back to, like, two things. Obviously, science class. <laughs> Bits and pieces. <laughs> and... I remember there was a Top Gear episode where they bought cars that had driven to the moon and back and did a cheap car challenge. Bloody they hell. had about 450,000 miles on the clock. So I want to say I'm going to go 230,000 miles. So two, 230,000, mate. Yeah, cool. 230,000 nice. miles, mate. Bob on. Coops. Hello. Over to you, Coops. When you read this, I thought I was thinking. I was thinking in uh, di- diameters. No, I was thinking in kilometers. <laughs> so I was thinking like half. No, I was thinking like half a mil. So if you've got half a mil in kilometers, what's that in miles? Is it like over half? Is it like? Um, is it like sixty percent? It's over half that? a million. Yeah, it's about six hundred thousand, mate. Six hundred forty thousand, something like that. No, but if so, five hundred k kilometers half that for miles 250 and then i'm going to add on a bit so miles wise i'm going to go with 260 70 i've got to pick a number haven't i yeah i'll go just over half i've got like two hundred and sixty-five thousand miles 265 yeah yeah i'm probably totally wrong it's probably like 280 290 but yeah i'll do that come back boys come come back 
We're all back in the room. All back in the room. So, on average, how far away is the moon from the Earth in miles? This is to decide last place. It's a big one, this. But um... <laughs> <laughs> the answer is two hundred and thirty. Ooh. Eight thousand. Ooh. So the winner by only three thousand miles out is Mr. Waterfall. Ian comes no. in. Three three thousand miles out. What what did you say? Yeah, Where did you well, go? It was only it? five out. Two three five. You oh two, my three, god, five. we were so close. You I went two three yeah. zero. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't do this. I've I've got a confession oh, no. to make. What? <laughs> Don't tell me you Googled it. No, I didn't. It's worse. Barrow gave me the answer. Oh, oh, oh. When I read the question out, I said the answer when I read it, and Ian goes, did, I, did you just give the answer? And I went, oh, yeah, just leave it. It'll be funny. <laughs> Can you do me a oh. favour? Can you leave that whole thing in the edit, <laughs> please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so then, so, then, so then, Milo, how did you, how did you get your actual answer? That was close. So if, I, est- yeah. I estimated, I remember a Top Gear episode where they bought Second-hand cars uh, that have been to the moon and back, and right, they had about—I right, 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 right. was thinking—they had about four hundred fifty thousand miles on them. They may—they probably had more, given that estimate. So I guess two hundred thirty thousand. Yeah, I went for late two hundred thousand, so you beat me. We all run two hundred k. I didn't have time to think of the answer. <laughs> and Coops mentioned diameter, so it was all fun. Also, if you've got if you've got kilometers, is a mile like half of that? Have I got that logic? No, five eighths of a mile. Is half way. Yeah. Five eighths of a mile. So if you've a, got a, so kilo- if you've a got kilometer, fi- is five eighths of a mile. Oh, so I've got this. I've got the right logic, but I've got it the other way around. Okay. So just remember, Coops, a ten k egg is six point two one miles. Yep. Oh yeah, no, I, no, I've got the right logic. Yeah, because I I said yeah, five hundred thousand yeah. kilometers. So yeah, I said so about bring it down. Yeah, so I said about 280,000 uh, miles. Okay, cool. If you're half it, you're we're not going to be a million within, miles. Like, yeah. All right, yeah. ballpark oh, thing on that fair one. Fair play, GG's. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll still... Ian used common sense and paying attention. I actually used my brain. With, <laughs> but um, I still To a certain won. degree. <laughs> but Scoot still won. <laughs> I genuinely can't take any credit for that answer at all. <laughs> I didn't well, need Ian... enough time to think of an answer. I'm like, did you just give me the answer? Yes. <laughs> that was fun. It was good to get the quiz back. Cheers. Oh, thank you. Well, Ian, I'm going to stick with you, mate, because I believe you've got some got some mail, have you? I love how he laughs. <laughs> yeah, he laughs oh, at yes. the end of it. <laughs> After the rocky question, we've got a rocky jingle. WhatsApp messages. Yeah, we've had a couple of WhatsApp messages thanks to our little call to action last week. So keep them coming because we do enjoy them. And the first one is actually from a new listener. (gasps) Nice. Goes by the name of Saul. And he has this for us. Right, boys. It's a new listener to the podcast. I'm really liking everything you're doing. Ever since I've listened like, to the podcast, it's, it's just a good listen. I'm walking through work every day with my headphones on with massive machinery, all I can listen to. And as I'm listening to your voices, you cheer me up. It, it, it's a Aww. good day every time you talk about the um, go fests and uh, community days. It's funny and all your banter, then that's what makes the show the show. So do carry on doing what you're doing. I really like it. But just a question. All I'm using as a secondary app to Pokemon Go is Poke Genie. You can't find people that are near you. You don't know who's who, and you don't know if they're going to be a predator <laughs> or or anything. So I, I just wanted to know if any of you guys know a good app or a good community to join that could do meetups, 
and stuff within um, the UK, not necessarily the UK, more like Paul Bournemouth area. I don't really know. To, I don't know, but but Pokey Genie is the best for um, remote raiding and stuff. So, but that's my question. If any of you know any apps or anything to use to actually meet people in real life and do trades and lucky trades and shinies and stuff, because the amount I have is unreal, and I have no friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to use, want to come down to Port Bournemouth and make friend of a uh, avid Pokemon player every day, then. I don't have anyone. <laughs> but no, keep doing what you're doing on the show. I'm loving to hear you every day. Don't um, let anybody tell you what to do. You're all funny as you like. I really like the show. Just keep doing you. Bye. Thanks very much for sending that in. That was lovely. lovely. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank That's you. Amazing. And welcome. Yes, welcome. thanks for tuning in. We'll keep going. <laughs> we, we will. We will. Keep we going. will. And in, in terms of your question, I think Genie probably is one of the better sites if you wanted to do remote raids, but there are a lot of discords out there. If you want to do global raiding, there really, there's quite a there few. There are many, many servers. Some are very specific for global remote raiding. Uh, and then there are smaller communities. Obviously is campfire still not available to everybody. I don't think it's available to everybody yet. No, So that's still being worked out, which will be a big game changer when that eventually makes its way to everybody. I'd say, try and embed yourself into some discord servers because you don't know who you're going to meet there and that can be both a good and a bad thing hopefully the better side of it is that you will bump into people on those servers who are actually from the same area i've seen it happen in my discord server and a few other discord servers including our own incensed one as well you, you'd be surprised yeah, we've got a few listeners on the south coast yeah, you'd yeah. Be surprised yep. who's actually in your local area who also either listens to the podcast or is in tune with the same social network twitter can be an interesting one to get onto as well just sort of scope who is where and what players are posting and geotags and things it's a really difficult one because like for me personally i don't use discord very much telegram very much um whatsapp i know there's a few groups on those sort of in my experience over five six years of playing the game um it's hard because there's really not there's really not like actual apps that are made for exactly what you're talking about so you kind of have to like adapt to it all i've ever done just to give you my personal opinion on this I know it's like old school, as I said, and a bit weird, but I do just approach people on the street. You can tell a group of three, four or 10, 15 Pokemon players from a mile away, especially when there's things like raid hour on or a spotlight hour or a community day. And that's all I've ever done. All I've ever done is approach people if I'm in an area, approach people if I'm um, knowing that I'm going to be in, you know, this place for the next six months or whatever. You know, I've done a lot of traveling and I'll literally be like, yo, do you guys have a WhatsApp chat? Do you guys have a Telegram chat? Do you guys have a Discord chat? And that's kind of basically how I've done it. Um, but I understand that that can be quite daunting um, for some people. But yeah, sorry, mm. I, I personally can't help your your question because in my experience, there really aren't any apps. And I think that's what Ian mentioned about Campfire. I think it's that's the app, what it's supposed to be like, but it's yeah. really failing. Yeah. In, in Sorry to be negative, but it really is. It, it still needs to be rolled out globally that's to everybody. That's the problem. It's yeah. still yeah. only invite stuff. That's the thing yeah. is not fully released. Yeah. So when it will be, but that yeah. will be a huge change. But also going old school, literally you can just go on Facebook and look for Facebook. Yeah, I was just yeah, going to say yeah, that yeah, in your yeah. yeah. local area. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just going to add to that. And Ian, you've just hit the nail on the head then. When I was doing my regional role and I was traveling around the Southwest, I always wanted to play Pokemon Go. And I, exactly like you said then, is how do you meet people playing it in that area? 
There's a really active group on Facebook, which I'm actually a member of, Pokemon Go Bournemouth and Pool, both the areas that you're on about. I used to play in Bournemouth. It's got over 4,000 members in the group. They post very often in there. Um, It's had 17 posts in the last 28 days, so it's still active. I think Facebook is a really good one because people will literally post their about meetup points, all that stuff. And I think it's old school. It works. And the community in Bournemouth and Paula actually it is a pretty big community down there. Welcome to the show, by the way, mate. Getting voice messages in from new listeners is also it's amazing. So, uh, no, thank you. There is one more service you could utilise, which is where the community kind of management is being rolled in with Niantic. It's actually the Sylph Road website itself and that's where london's finest one of the bigger communities in london has built their uh, squad as it were and it's got you can build communities through there and find not necessarily people to meet up with but you find meetup points if there are communities in your city or your area and they'll have a pinpointed park or location where they go to meet up for example we put walpole park as say this is our community hotspot we do com days here so the Silf road i would say is another good shout but just to wrap this up if you if you like i said if you approach people in the street nine times out of ten in my experience they will be on some sort of app with a chat in that local area and you can join it hey you know i'm new you know blah 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 start having a bit of banter over you know what people post and that if they post a shiny you know ggs and all that and then eventually you'll you'll become good pals with people because that's like all jokes are isn't that literally what us four did basically like we just started a chat didn't we on twitter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we'll move on to the next message. Thank you very much, Saul, for that message. Stewie16H has been on. A little bit of a status update. Afternoon, lads. Training name, Stewie16H. Just thought I'd let you guys know that I've hit level 50 today. Nice one. Keep up the good work with the pod, guys. Oh, Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. And that's what we're talking about. Your messages to us can be absolutely anything. An achievement... Just something funny or story. What you ate for breakfast. <laughs> what you ate for breakfast, seriously. Let us know if you had three shredded wheat. Yeah, GG's, bro, for sure. I'm very proud of you got past those 50 Big achievement lucky trades that. as well. Yeah. Yes, Big yeah, achievement, and good luck 50. on the level 50 challenge research that you now have to work through. I'll keep you busy for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And the rest. <laughs> yeah. Stewie is part of an amazing community down in Plymouth. Again, when I was working in the Southwest, the Plymouth community have welcomed me in on numerous occasions. And we've had some fun times, certainly when Mewtwo was in raids, Kyogre, one of the first times around. And I, I met Stewie and I've met Graham, his lads as well, Ben, and that great community down there. Stewie, thank you, mate. Lovely to have you speak to us on, on the what's And well done on level 50. <laughs> Two, two months in, you've been very... I'm still trying to get 5,000 Pokemon. It, it, it depends how heavily you play the game, I guess. They're lovely to hear them. That's, they're great voice messages, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah, they're great. And keep them coming, guys. We, we love hearing your voices. Oh, yes. We're going to go to our favourite section. It is Shinies of the Week. Shinies of the Week! Thank you for that, Zoe. So my Shinies of the Week this week is from Eric. And Eric says... These little gems popped up for me today, all while listening to the Hoenn Las Vegas review episode. Thanks for the hashtag shiny luck, guys. Smiley face at Incense Podcast, hashtag shinies of the week. You got the spelling right. Thank you very much, Eric. And he did get a shiny Aaron and a shiny Spiro. So GG's, my friend. G bloody G's. Nice. Okay, I'll go next, along with his voice message to us through whatsapp saul sent us a shinies of the week and he actually sent me two pages so looking at this he got two shiny rayquaza 
when it was in raids last week, and so far already got two shiny Ho-Oh from the current event. So just getting my shines of the week in. Hope nice. you don't mind smiling emoji. Hashtag shines of the week. So a couple of nice shinies there. The Ho-Oh, I still need it from this rotation. Good luck. It's here for a little while longer. Congratulations. Speaking of level ups, obviously Stewie, 16H, hit. Kerry Young, one of our Patreon squad, has actually managed to hit level 46 but also tagging in oh. for tonight, saying at Incense Podcast. I'm probably too late for tonight's podcast film, but yesterday I got my shiny Smeagol on the third check. Gee, Never gee, tonight, gee. while you're recording. This is very timely. While you're recording, very sad they can't watch tonight. Watch tonight, so that's okay. Uh, hit level 46. Woohoo! So congratulations on the shiny Smeagol and oh. the level up. Jeez, Poggers. So I've got one off Instagram. I do like to plug Insta. Paul Rimon or Rimon Paul one four eight one. My second Shundo ever. Just love this cactus ball. Hashtag Shines of the Week. Hashtag Incense Podcast. A Shundo Catnia. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. Shundo wow, wow, on the wow. Hoenn Tour. Mad. Poggers Maximus. Maximus. Poggers. <laughs> Snap. Poggers Maximus. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice one. Go on, Milo. That sounds like a spell from Harry Potter. Speaking of wands. <laughs> <laughs> It's magical. <laughs> it's majestic. Magic. Magic mark. <laughs> In your end, though. <laughs> we shared our favourite comedians. Of our choices, which of these is your fave? Try to put a bit of context there. Now we've got additional characters in. We might as well make the most of them, eh? <laughs> yes. That, use them all. We had 68 people jump on board tonight, which is always, which is always on the wand. a good number. On the wand, yeah. <laughs> and we had 20 retweets of, of, of the wand. So that's good going. 20 is good. That's 68. So in fourth place with 10%, Alan Carr. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, That's you unfortunate, that, don't you? Yeah, you That's unfortunate. That. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> who, who won the pub quiz, boys? Remember that. Who won the pub quiz? In third place, with 25% of the vote, was Tim Allen. Nice. Oh, interesting. Really? So obviously most third. people have been British listeners tonight. Third place. Before we reveal <laughs> the top two results, though. How can you vote Santa Claus into third place? I know, Ian. I know. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem we're going to give some <laughs> listeners comments Lucy Davis has said Russell Howard but I also like Lee Evans Stewie 69 said what about at Bert Kreischer he is amazing uh, Kerry Young out of those guys it's got to be Peter Kay but Lee Evans is the ultimate legend Thomas has done a nice little gift there of Tim the Toolman Taylor with a pumpkin next to him bit of love for Tim Allen there there you go Ian <laughs> Hated Somebody appreciates good comedy. <laughs> he came third, though. <laughs> Some would say it's best not to come first. <laughs> Some say. Um, I say Coops came last. Yeah. He's the youngest. Oh, no, you are. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's going to be embarrassing. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. K-Tech, the girl said, I'll tell you why. who my most hated comic is, Jack Whitehall. 
Uh, and then Professor58 has said, being American, I've only heard of Tim Allen. I needed to Google the other three. <laughs> <laughs> You're not missing anything, Professor58. Not missing anything. He's missing so, so much. not missing two... anything, Professor58. Not at all. All right, Mr. American. <laughs> In second place, with 28% of the vote, was Russell Howard. Uh, no, it oh. didn't, didn't come last. <laughs> First, sorry. Thirty-seven <laughs> percent of people went with Peter K as well. Oh, Marky boy won the poll. Then <laughs> I'm just looking at Coops on the live stream. He looks like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> could be like a character out of Star Wars, couldn't he? As well, Ian. Obi Wan Kenobi. We've said this before. Obi Wan Kenobi. We've said you yeah. McGregor before. <laughs> Moving on. Ginger <laughs> Obi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reggie Obi. <laughs> Red- Reggie Ginger. <laughs> Actually, do you know what I bought from the supermarket this morning, funnily enough? John. Ginger John. nuts. <laughs> it must have been subconsciously in my brain. Carrot top one ginger nuts. Wrap this up. Yeah, let's, 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 get, let's get through it. Wrap this up. 109 is done. This has been an interesting journey. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have enjoyed it, please follow us, hit that subscribe button across all our podcast platforms available. We need to see five-star reviews as well. Please give them to us. They're always nice. But hey, let's be honest, who doesn't love a more risque review of our podcast? (laughs) We would love to read some of those out if we get them as well. But uh, we said before, follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Insta, at Incense Podcast. You can update with all the latest Stop you stop it, Gabe. As we've said before, use the hashtag Shiners of the Week if you want to be featured in that section. And we've said we've got WhatsApp messages, other ways for you to reach out and speak to us. We do love to share these. It's, it's always good to hear from our listeners. But before we move and close this one up, Milo, do the honours, my friend. Absolutely. Like thank our amazing Patreon members. Indeed, the Patreon members who, without whom we could not do this podcast. So thanks, everybody, who is on the bronze and the silver tiers. And a special thank you to everybody who is on our gold tier, some of whom are in the live stream getting to witness the live chaos that happens almost every week. The gold members in question are Hermes Ninja, JB, Clifford Merz, Darby Russ, Kerry and Zachary, Connor Lee, Dom the Ragnarok, ML Fault 2022, Apex171, Professor58, K Technogal, and Mufti. Thank you very much to each and every one of you and thank you, thank you, thank you guys. As we said, we wouldn't be able to do the podcast, make it sound as crisp, smooth, and goddamn awesome as it is. So we appreciate you all. We do, but Milo, before we move on, we just need to say welcome to two new patrons. On the silver tier, we've got Laurie Beck, and the newest bronze member that joined us on Tuesday is Tech the Hunter, the Tequila Man. Oh, Tequila Man joined. Tequila! Welcome Tequila. to both. Thank you very yes, much for welcome. supporting the show. We really, really do appreciate it. Well, thank you for tuning in to listen. Have a great week, everybody. Maybe not playing this event, but certainly have enjoyable weeks. And we will see you all on episode But boys, 110. wait. Good news. What? what? It's, it's the little ginger roll-it spotlight hour this <laughs> Tuesday. Ginger hour. <laughs> Unless you're uh, listening to this in May, then it's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> The tough luck. <laughs> well, on that underwhelming bombshell, we will see you next week. Oh,